0: America From the Middle East with your update on what is happening at the airport of Kabul. It is a national a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. And I believe at some point may even uh, end up being described as crimes against humanity. We will give you the update from Kabul. In 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Dan lives in New York. He's a a semi-professional bodybuilder. (laughs) We have so much in common, Dan. Anyway, Dan's been suffering from shoulder pain for quite a while due uh, due to an injury that he sustained while lifting weights. Don't I know it? It was bad enough that he and his doctor were talking about getting him a, a, a shoulder replacement. But he kept hearing me talk about relief factor on the air. And uh, he began to wonder, I mean, will that help me? He wasn't especially hopeful, but the prospect of a shoulder replacement didn't really sound like fun. He had nothing to lose, everything in the world to gain. Well, he said within a couple of weeks of beginning to take it, his pain went away. His mobility began to return. He got his life back. Guess who's not going under the knife? Dan got his life back, and so can you. Feel the difference for yourself. Relief Factor. It's not a drug, but developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. From the Middle East, in a uh, country that we will not name, uh, it is a country that is is doing a great service uh, to humanity. Um, I I talked to uh, an ambassador last night of one of our allies, and it is sad what is going on. Um, the ambassador I spoke to was an That country has been an ally of ours forever, and a very, very good ally. Um, In the course of the conversation, um, he told me there are two tragedies that have come from this. The number of people that are going to die because of the United States decision, and the death of American credibility. Uh, we talked about that for a minute and he said, there is no credibility with the United States anymore later because I was asking this, uh, ambassador for help, um, getting people out, uh, and asking, um, asking him to make some room in their country for some people. Uh, he, I said, I, I promise you this, um. Mr. Ambassador, I, 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 I give you my word. And then I paused and I said, and I know that doesn't mean much right now coming from an American. And he cut me off and he said, no, no, sir, you have credibility. Your president does not. I was floored to hear this from an ambassador of a of a major ally of ours. It was tragically sad, tragically sad. Um, I got off the phone and found out that Parliament, while I was on the phone, Parliament had um, uh, said on the floor, the ministers of Parliament had said that they could do no more with the United States. They would not involve themselves in any other operations until President Biden and, uh, and Vice President Kamala Harris were gone. That is also Shocking, But there is. To me, that's the least of our problems right now. Their humanity is being overlooked and it is being overlooked by our State Department, apparently under direct orders from the United States White House. Um, We have several sources that are telling us in the State Department that the State Department is getting their orders directly from the White House. Um, uh, they are telling, uh, who comes in and who does not come in through the gates. Last night they said, if you were at the gates and you're on foot, go back and get a car. Why is beyond me. Um, two nights ago when I was flying over here, I was told that we had maybe 72 hours, uh, Last night I was told we had 24 hours, and today I am hearing we are hours away from any access and the opening of any gates. The Americans that are being left behind range anywhere from 10,000 is the lowest estimate that I hear, to as many as 35,000. We just got word that the entire staff of the at the embassy which I believe was 1,500, don't quote me on that number, it was a large number, I think it was 1,500, all of the people that worked for us at the embassy, all of them are being left behind. Those people will be killed. Um, it is, it's shocking what is happening. Last night, rescued by helicopter, there were only 20 that we could get out and rescue. And what I'm being told is actually less than 20. Uh, Among those still stranded in Afghanistan are 24 students and parents from a California school district. I hope this has changed since this intelligence has come down. Uh, evacuees say that they have been attacked by the taliban prevented from getting to the kabul airport Uh, those who are not directly in the airport have very little uh, chance of escape at this point taliban has stopped all afghan citizens from reaching the airport the airport for all intents and purposes is now closed Uh, earlier i got a message that said uh, they, the Taliban was gassing uh, tear gas uh, at the gates to try to disperse the crowd, and two minutes later, it was a correction. They said, sorry, we are tear gassing to disperse the crowd at the gates. The possibility of an, Im- of an imminent attack, perhaps within hours, has been looming over Kabul's airport, This according to Great Britain, I've seen several notes reporting the Taliban asking for intelligent organizations to give a list of their um, employees and affiliates. Now what this is, is the Taliban saying to us and our intelligence organizations, please give us a list of the people that are going to be coming to the airport and we'll guarantee their passage after the 31st. Now, please tell, tell me, dear God, that no one is dumb enough to give them a list of people that we should expect to be let through their gates or that the Taliban would help to evacuate. The Taliban wants the Turkish military out. But wants them to leave personnel behind to run the airport operations after the 831 uh, withdrawal. But that is that is the 831 withdrawal is a pipe dream. Pipe dream. The airport the airport is closed right now, and the reason why it's closed is because we are now evacuating our military. By the end of the day, I don't know how many military personnel will still be there. We got word last night that they were starting to um, move our military out with, uh, within 24 hours. Um, we haven't been able to move any planes. I'm just waiting for word to see if we got one plane out last night. It was turned around in midair. That's the reason why I was on the phone with an ambassador last night. Um, it, it was turned around midair. It had women and children, 300 women and children on board. Uh, I don't have word yet if that is still sitting on the tarmac or if we have gotten it out. We have a major story that I am uh, waiting to um, Uh, I'm I'm holding until we know all of our people are off the ground and it's there's nothing else we can do. I will tell you that yesterday um, we've had several countries that have been willing to take people and suddenly for some reason uh, these countries are no longer willing to take people and the State Department's no longer willing to vouch for anyone. Last night, we had one country that remained open, and that was Macedonia. And when we contacted Macedonia, we were told, a State Department official told the ambassador in Macedonia not to take any of our refugees. The State Department and the White House are the biggest obstacle in saving people. I wish I could tell you the names of the countries that are assisting and taking people temporarily. Uh, but they want no credit. They don't want their names uh, uttered at all. Um, and it's a shame because the world should know who these heroes are. But they don't want any infor- information out about them because they believe that they will come under attack because the world is now negotiating with terrorists. That's the general update um, for today. Uh, there, there, are, there is much, much more to, to tell you. Um, let me take a one minute break and come back with more. And I'm going to start in one minute with the good news. Blinds.com is really, really, really super easy. They're inexpensive, much, much less expensive than if you go to some designer. But you get great quality and you can get a designer for free. They have great consultants that have helped me and Tanya in our house several times. It is so easy. They know what they're doing. They can walk you through everything or they can even do everything for you. It's just perfect. Plus, right now they're offering up to 35% off of everything so you can upgrade any room indoors or out. And with over 25 million blinds sold, Blinds.com, they know how to make it easy. They know how to get those custom window treatments that are perfect for your house. With free shipping and 100% guarantee perfect fit, Blinds.com. Don't take my word for it. Visit Blinds.com and save up to 35% off everything. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, Station ID. Welcome to the uh, program. I'm in the Middle East. Stu is uh, manning things uh, at home. Um, I hope to be home by this weekend, but there are some developments um, that I think are Positive that we may have to uh, shepherd. So I may be here a a few days longer than I than I originally suspected Um, It it is it is dicey um, all of this everything is fluid and We're trying to make sure that we only tell you the things that we can confirm uh, from more than one source even if it is our source we want to make sure because things are so um, just so fluid right now. And it, it is, it, none of this, none of this makes sense. Um, there is an estimate that at least 300 Afghans are in imminent danger of being targeted by the Taliban for associating with Americans and anybody who associated with U S efforts in, um, in Afghanistan. So, you know, when we began raising money what day is it over there, Stu? Is it Thursday? Yes. Um, when, yeah, when it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's at the very end of the day. It's, It's. I don't even know, 7 o'clock or something um, here. Um, at the end of the day, uh, on, on Wednesday, we asked to raise $20 million to be able to get, we hoped, three to 5,000 people out. Well, we can tell you that the Nazarene Fund directly has uh, brought 2,000 people out of Afghanistan. Um, we're waiting. We have a plane that is loaded and ready to go, and it has mechanical problems, and it's on the airport tarmac in uh in afghanistan we are trying to get that one uh repaired it may be our last flight out there is another flight Um, one of our partners is mighty oaks they have been doing incredible work Um, they um, have another plane that needs to get out of there as well Uh, and when those two planes uh, are out and on the tarmac we will have a total of 5,000 refugees that we have rescued in just the last few days. And we are so very grateful to you uh, and to everyone else. I, I can tell you, I think that the people on the ground, I don't know this for sure, but I think the people on the ground probably feel a little like Oscar Schindler when at the end he stood and he looked at his ring and said, but how I could have sold this ring. How many people could I have saved with just this ring? Um, because it's hard to feel the victory in any of this. Um, because there are so many at the gates and so many we know are going to be targeted. Uh, we also, uh, we also see what is what is coming for the Afghanis. Um, it's been a week since any of the banks were open. Um, the Taliban took over and um, the banks closed down. ATMs are dried up in Kabul. Everybody now is strapped for cash. They're, the food prices are beginning to rise. There is going to be a hunger problem next, um, as they're ordering now that no dollars can be taken out of the country, um, because there is a, a national cash squeeze, the Taliban spokesman declared, uh, that they will take action against any Afghan Af, 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 Afghans who are trying to take dollars out of the country by air or land, the cash would be seized and you would pay a high price. But also, I want you to know, we didn't get a chance to mention this yesterday, um, they are vowing to take uh, into consideration and fight climate change. So we have that from the Taliban. You can, you can uh, don't you, does that make you feel good, Stu, that they're going to fight climate change?
1: Makes me feel great. You know, uh, they've, in the past, fought climate change as well. Uh, when they've murdered lots of people, the less people breathing, uh, the better. Because each person yes. has a carbon footprint, Glenn. So they've been yes. able to help that in the past. Yes, yes. It's a controversial yes. approach, but it is backed by science.
0: So can I ask you, Stu, back at home, uh, I mean, I left on Monday. It seems like it's been weeks um, Or did I leave on Tuesday? No, I left on Monday. Um, What is the feeling back home? What is the coverage back home? Are people still paying attention to what's happening at the airport?
1: They're definitely paying attention to what's happening at the airport. Yes. Uh, There is an attempt by the White House to rework the narrative, uh, to be kind, and Mm. to try to make it seem as if they're doing something impressive.
0: As if this is a good thing. Oh, they, they are. The, yeah. Oh, they are. I mean, it's impressive to take the reputation of the United States and flush it down the toilet to where our closest allies want nothing to do with it. Yeah, um, it is. It's quite an impressive move to um, trap all these people right into like almost a almost a cattle chute. Uh, uh you know, of getting the the most vulnerable and trapping them right into the arms of the Taliban. So it is impressive what they're doing.
1: It is impressive. Um One of the narratives they're trying to push out is that they are evacuating a lot of people and they're saying they're, they're, they're giving uh-huh. numbers for the quote unquote coalition. So it's not exactly clear what, mm-hmm. what we're responsible for, but they are saying something mm-hmm. like 70 to 80,000 people have been evacuated total. Uh-huh. Uh, Now, it's interesting because I think it was Lawrence O'Donnell from MSNBC. I think he's still there. Who said uh, that, you know, he's like, you know, people evacuated from uh, from Afghanistan after uh, Kabul fell 70,000 people who were evacuated after the fall of Saigon. Zero. I I think he thought this was a good point for Biden. But, like, my understanding of this process is you try to evacuate your people before the cities fall. Do I have that wrong? No, you
0: have that absolutely right. Yeah. Before the city fell, we got everyone out. Now, now the city has fallen, and it's almost impossible to get these people out. Yeah, you don't wait till after. the, the, The word from the State Department now is, don't go to the airport. Try a border. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So should that be the Pakistani border <laughs> or should that be the Iranian border? Which border are we talking about uh, here, Uncle Joe? This is the Glenback Program. Here's a tough question. How much emergency food do you personally own? Is it at least enough to feed your entire family three meals a day for a month? If you're like me and millions of other preppers in America, the answer is probably yes. But if the answer is no, then you're not prepared for food shortages. And believe me, they could happen. Anything could happen in today's world. May I strongly suggest that now is the time to make sure that you and your family are ready in a time of crisis. And that means checking out my Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one emergency preparedness company, and their mission is your survival. Right now, you can get 25% discount on their popular four-week emergency food supply. Just go to preparewithglenn.com right now. Get the discount before it's gone. It's a 25% discount on every pack. Four weeks of food per person in your family is the bare minimum you should have. Don't wait. This deal will will uh, not last forever. It is uh, going to come to a close soon. It's 25% off each four-week food supply that you order. Don't wait until it's too late. Prepare with Glenn.com. All
1: right, head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Continuing coverage of everything going on in Afghanistan. If you use the promo code Glenn, you'll save 10 bucks.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Um, I just want you to know, we'll talk about this later, but I want you to know um, the discrediting of the Nazarene fund and probably me and this program is coming um, because we are not making friends with the state department. Uh, we got a tip uh, today from uh, a news organization um, that had a, Um, somebody inside of a a government organization, and they said that there was a meeting today about uh, us. And um, the warning was, they're coming. And I know that, and that's fine. And um, what we're doing here is we believe God's work, and so be it. If this is the end of our career, my career, it's fine. I am totally fine with that. I just want you to know that awful things are going to be said uh, in the future. I hope not. I hope not. But um, they're not going to let us sit here uh, and uh, do what we've done without ramifications. Laura Logan is with us now. Hello, Laura. How are you?
2: You know, hey, Glenn. Um, I'm very glad to be here. And I will tell you, I don't care what they say. Um, I will stand by you and the Nazarene Fund because the only people right now who are more evil than Al-Qaeda and the Taliban are the State Department and the agency and all the others who are doing everything possible in their power to prevent uh, decent Americans and good people uh, standing up for our allies and rescuing people and saving them from certain death. And I've been up all night working this. For eight days, and it is reprehensible.
0: So, Laura, people don't understand um, what. How can the State Department do this? What are they doing exactly? What is the White House? How are they thwarting? Can you can you share some examples?
2: Oh yeah, easily. So, because I've been doing this all night. So, um, well, for example, I have had like I had a hundred. Um, and 50 people, families, that I ripped out of their homes with children and everything else, all of whom are uh, targeted for death because they worked with 60 Minutes, or they were legendary, um, you know, in the military, um, and uh, Mm -hmm. um, fought the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. And as the plane was coming into land, my American Special Operations contact told me that they had been denied clearance. So suddenly out of nowhere, when they had clearance before, they denied clearance. The pilots, and I will tell you, there's so many operators on the ground who are just outraged at what they're being asked to participate in and be part of this betrayal. And so the team uh, running the operation said, no, we're not going to do it. We're landing anyway. And um, they went to look without a landing strip and without lights for a place to land. And they were coming in and they were threatened that they would be shot down. So they had to, you know, they had to circle and and they were running out of fuel. And they've gone back to another country and uh, they're trying to to get the clearances again to come back in and being blocked by the State Department. Yesterday, the State Department changed again the evacuation paperwork. They changed the paperwork. You're in the last few moments. I'm going to tell you now, Glenn, I heard all through yesterday and through last night, that by nightfall today in Kabul, which is not far away, they would be gone. We have reports of the 82nd Airborne, um, you know, evicting Christians and American citizens and others from the airports and bulldozing um, checkpoints. Uh, we have reports of Gates being welded shut, which, of course, I, I can't confirm from a distance, but there's been multiple we reports. Ha- I will that. tell
0: you, we have those same reports, Laura. So there's a second source. We have the same reports.
2: And I, I just, I got to tell you that, I mean, we I have literally got photographs of, you know, a pregnant woman, wife of a DEA agent with a child at the checkpoint battered and beaten and bloody, who's fought her way to get there. We've got special operators, special operations guys and Marines who are out there rescuing people, risking their lives only to get to the airport and be denied access by the U.S. government, whether they instruct the Marines or the 82nd on the gates to shut them down, whether they shut down the Marines. Right now, one of my contacts that I've been working with for days said that uh, he's had you know, dozens and dozens of messages to the Marines have now gone unanswered. They've stopped, um, they've stopped talking to them. Everybody's scrubbing their packages, and they're on their way out. And, you know, now there's reports of a suicide bomber and um, gunfire, mm-hmm. which uh, families that I'm uh, in touch with on the ground witnessed. Um, and uh, I was talking them through it and trying to keep them calm. But I tell you what makes me so angry. They're going to, you Watch. They're going to say that they had to shut everything down early because of the threat level. And it is absolute nonsense. They were doing this and shutting it down long before that even happened. And even more reprehensible and dishonest, this is how disgusting these people are. They are now trying to say that Siraj Akhani, the deputy leader of the Taliban, right, whose brother, Anas Khani was sitting next to Zomai Khalilzad, the U.S. presidential envoy at the talks in Doha, um, that they have separated from the Taliban and they've gone with ISIS-K. You know why they're saying that, Glenn? You know why they're making up that absolute lie? Because they know they've been called out. And I was one of the people that called them out. So was Tom Jocelyn at the Long War Journal and a bunch of others. Because the Haqqani Network is a foreign terrorist organization designated by the U.S. uh, government in 2012. And it is illegal under U.S. law to negotiate or support terrorists to provide any kind of support for them in any way whatsoever. And now that it's been called out, look, lo and behold, how convenient How convenient that suddenly the deputy leader of the Taliban has split away. I don't believe it for one single second. In fact, I'll put my life on it, that that is an abject lie. Even if they say it themselves, that's a deal that they struck. When the head of the CIA went and met with Mullah Baradar, the man that they chose to lead the Islamic Emirates. And by the way, guess who they chose as their intel chief? The guy who's going to be in charge of intelligence for the Taliban is... His strongest ally is who? The IRGC, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards. He ran training camps for the Taliban inside Iran, and he and the new head of IRGC are are uh, you know bonded at the hip. And the one of the chief political advisors of the Taliban in Kabul right now, advising Mullah Baradar, is the other person in the Taliban who is close to IRGC. They're two top Iranian contacts. And you watch out, Israel and Taiwan and all of these countries all over the world, because right now, America's enemies are coming for us. And all these people are going about their daily life in America, and they want to talk about this, and they want to talk about that, and they sort to pretend that Afghanistan is not happening. It, you wait, because we are now isolated on the world stage. We are defined by betrayal and drenched in the blood of Afghans and American citizens, and I've got soldiers, special operations soldiers, veterans, some of them 10, 15, 20 tours, vomiting last night. Vomiting when they realized what they were being asked to participate in. Because this betrayal is an historic shame that will define the United States until the end of time. For as long as we still have, because it is part of a greater assault on this country that will ensure the end of America, the end of the American idea and act as a warning to anyone all over the world. Don't believe in it. Don't fight for it. Don't stand by it because they don't even believe in their own idea. Look at them.
0: I Laura, I can't, first of all, everything you say is true. Uh, I mean, I believe every word that you just said is, is accurate. Um, The, the, What people don't understand, and and it was shocking, shocking to me, how many times in the last twenty-four hours since being here, I have heard former allies say, "We're done, we're done." Um, You know, to have to have Parliament yesterday discuss the fact that they will not come to our aid or perform any. Uh, operations jointly with us until this president and vice president are out. I've never in my lifetime heard anything like that from England or any of them. France is still currently out there saving people. Britain is staying behind after we leave tonight. We're going to leave. Why are we leaving before the 31st when our allies are still on the ground?
2: Glenn, I've I've got bigger, I've got even bigger questions for you. Why are we accepting that this is set in stone? Why are we accepting the most humiliating defeat at the hands of a terrorist organization aided and abetted by our allies? Did you see what the Pakistani president Imran Khan said? He literally said, that the, that the Taliban had been freed, the people of Afghanistan have been freed from the chains of slavery. That's how he referred to the U.S. Do you know that since 1951, 70 years straight, the United States has been funding Pakistan? That's really billions and billions and billions of dollars. Why are we sending taxpayer dollars to Pakistan to finance the Taliban and Haqqani and Al-Qaeda to kill American soldiers on that battlefield. Why are we not acknowledging our Afghan allies, the former vice president, who is now acting president, who is fighting right now? Why are we pushing the Taliban's propaganda narrative that all the Afghans surrendered and that the, the Afghan army and the special operations, they're worthless, all that money spent All those years, and look at them, they're so useless. How many times have you read that or heard that? And it is an abject lie. Yes, there were soldiers that gave up, but there were many units that kept fighting. And not only that, who would say to their ally, Why would you do this? Why would you take a highly specialized special operations force trained by the best operators we have that relies on mobility and in one moment? strip it of all of its mobility, the U.S. air support, and at the same moment, take all of the maintenance contractors that have kept the Afghan Air Force in the skies and strip those away. And then at exactly the same moment, take away all of your auxiliary support that goes with that, your soldiers, your bases, your logistics, your supply lines. Why would you do that? And show me the Army on Earth that could possibly have all that stripped away from it in one moment. And I'm not saying they didn't have warning and they didn't know. That's not the same thing as having a replacement structure already there that's functioning and working. And also what people shouldn't be deceived by and shouldn't fall for is that anyone who's saying what I'm saying right now isn't saying that we have to stay in Afghanistan forever or that the U.S. can't withdraw. We could still leave a special operations counterterrorism component. We could still be doing air support. We could obliterate the Taliban, literally obliterate the Taliban leadership. Their forces are all out in the open. You know why? Because they're literally standing there laughing at you, dancing on America's grave. That's what they're doing. They don't fear you. And you know what? When the Taliban doesn't fear you and Al Qaeda doesn't fear you and Hezbollah doesn't fear you and Hamas doesn't fear you, the Iranians don't fear you and neither do any of our other adversaries, neither does Pakistan, neither does China, none of them. So you watch, Americans have, you know, they have had have this false sense of security. They've gone off in the world knowing this, this invisible shield that we've had around us, that we're all protected by the power and the moral authority of this nation, because the idea of freedom is the idea for which we are all all prepared to fight and live and die for right that's the idea because we believe that this is a noble idea and it's worth fighting for as as Amul Asala, the acting president said to me in an interview just before all of this happened he actually said to me called me one day and he was worried because we're friends and i've known him for many years and he said lara what is happening there he said you know if the light goes out in america it goes out everywhere there's, then the whole world is plunged into darkness. It cannot go out in America. And, you know, that is what we're looking at, Glenn. The light has gone out in America. It's not gone out in our hearts and souls as Americans, you know, and as people who believe in this. But if we don't stop what's happening now, then we are dying with it. Because, so because Laura, now uh, is fake.
0: Laura, I, I can't thank you enough. We're, we, I have to run for a network break. I'd like to talk to you some more on this. Thank you for all of your hard work. We just got in that there is a large explosion at Abbey Gate at the Kabul airport. This is something that we have been warned about for the last 24 hours. Uh, we'll bring you more details as they become uh, uh, available to us. Back in just a minute. I want you to know that not all real estate agents are exactly the same. You know, imagine a real estate agent comes to the door, comes in, sits down with you. You talk for a little bit about the house, what your goals are, what's realistic, what's not, all of that. Then he pulls out his phone and a piece of paper and pulls up the names of every single person that you're going to need to get the job done. Done right. And he writes them all down for you. He even says, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call a couple of these myself, make sure that they come over and and get this done." You realize, not for the last time in the process, you didn't just get a real estate agent; you got a partner, somebody who is partnering with you to sell your home all the way through to the end to get the best possible outcome. That's what we envision happening, and we know happens every day. With our real estate agents at realestateagentsitrust.com. dot they're not people that work for us. These are people that we have found, we have monitored, we have looked for the best track records in the area, and we recommend them to you. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. dot com. That's realstateagentsitrust dot com. This is the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenbeck Beck program. Uh, we ask for your prayers. We have people on the ground right now at the Kabul airport. We have been waiting for permission to take off. One of our planes also has mechanical problems. I don't know if they're in the air yet, uh, but there's been a major explosion uh, at the Kabul airport and um, our 82nd airborne, they're, they're almost out of there. So at least they're safe. Uh, I have quite a bit to uh, to say when we come back.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.